0: Hi everyone! Welcome to our podcast, where you will find messages from various speakers here at Eastgate House of Prayer Mission Base, both a house of prayer and a praying church. We pray that you are blessed through this message and that a greater measure of truth is revealed to you as you listen.
1: I had a, I had a, the Lord gave me a dream last night. And uh, you know some of the dreams that the Lord gives you, you get uh, you're just like wowed, you know, and they're awesome, and they're His presence and all of the all of that goodness, you know, that uh, where He kisses you, He marks you, He touches you. And uh, but then there's dreams that He gives you that are sobering, and they carry uh, weight to them in such a way that it. know to me it bears i feel like i'm carrying responsibility right now with what he gave to me and uh so uh, you know we were going to we've been going through the gifts of the spirit going through a series on the gifts of the spirit just to grow and mature and activate the gifts of the spirit we're going to continue we will eventually finish the series that we started but you know if you don't know this those on the stream and if you don't know this i mean really at the end of the day I mean I prepped I did everything yesterday I was I was ready to go and uh, but when the Lord when a higher authority steps in and hijacks something you just bend and you say yes sir whatever whatever you want that's what I want that's my agenda is your agenda so and it's always been with this house And so I'm looking to align myself with what he's wanting to release because what he has to release uh, from this dream and having conversation with him this morning is a word to the shepherds in Canada and to the church in Canada. And uh, Sorry, guys. is, Is it okay if we just bow our heads and... Humble ourselves before him, Father of Glory, Precious and Beloved Bridegroom King Jesus. just humble myself we humble ourselves before you right now simply to honor you and to give honor to your word and i say god my god whatever you are releasing of your spirit let it go forth and let it not return void but accomplish everything you purposed in your heart jesus for it to do in the hearts of men and women and anything that is born just of self or the flesh let it fall to the ground and die we declare right now because we're in your presence we're on holy ground And we just honor you in our midst as the head, as king, as Lord, as the bridegroom lover who loves his people. Nobody loves us like you do. Your love and your grace is great. And so we just humbly submit ourselves under this and I ask that you would give me articulation to your heart right now in Jesus name. Amen. So this is a this was a uh, a sobering dream that I had last night and what I believe is a warning for the shepherds in Canada and absolutely for the church. Uh, earlier this year, I, I forget now, it's, I get lost in time frames and stuff like that, but earlier this year I spoke and I shared about that, that we're in a season of exposure where His light is being turned on And he's revealing hidden things that are in government Corruption, you know, he's he's bringing exposure. He's turning the light on how many believe that the Lord can actually do that That he can turn the light on and how many understand though Because a lot a lot of people have this bent and it's because of the fallen world we live in but they have a bent and they think you know God is just out to destroy you know or to he's mean or he's and and i'm telling you it is the grace of god that he exposes corruption it is he's righteous and his nature in his nature he can't coexist with corruption and his grace is being poured out, I believe, over our nation right now. Because whether we perceive it or not, our nation is really in a desperate situation right now. Governmental level, economy, all of those, you could get into all of those things. But we're going to get to a deeper place. And it's, it's, there's a morality issue. There's a morality issue in Canada right now. And we're in a generation, and this is not a condemnation, but we're in a generation that what you have slammed against you in in this generation of not being able to walk down the street without being bombarded with garbage. Whether it's digital garbage, you walk into an office, there's a screen, here's a screen, here's a screen. It's like like you're being bombarded by stuff that is to cloud your eyes and fill your eyes and rob you of discernment of what's true and what's not, of what's pure and holy and what's wicked and unrighteous. And the Lord's moving right now in our nation. And the dream he gave me last night, early this morning, is very sobering. That the grace of God is coming upon his shepherds and flock and he's coming with a rod of correction. Now, if you grew up in a dysfunctional home like I did, then you think that's just a beating. Dad's got angry and he's just going to beat you down, smack you down. That's not what the rod of correction is. It's not a rod of destruction. It's a rod of deliverance. It's a rod to bring healing to a soul. It's a rod that brings healing to a nation, to a generation. It brings correction where every other thing hasn't been yielded to. There hasn't been a yielding or a surrendering to him. There's a waywardness where the only thing right now that gets the attention is a rod of correction. And again, it's, it's not a beating. It's actually to align you into his grace. It's grace at work in your life in the life of our nation right now I've seen a great exposure and a light coming to the house of God the Great Shepherd in turning on the light to deliver his under shepherds and people because of the practice I want you to hear that word the practice of lawlessness and habitual sin that in your hearts this is where you've said it's okay meaning you found yourself in agreement with it and he says my grace has covered and will cover your stumbling but it's now coming to expose and correct The deception in your heart as a church. And he's starting with the shepherds. In my dream, somebody I know, okay, a shepherd in the nation, I'll say that. Um, Within a month, he's not going to be where he's currently posted, he's being removed. I don't know this by natural knowledge, I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord is actually removing and displacing shepherds who refuse to repent. Can I say this, is that the heart of the Father is more concerned about a son and seeing his final deliverance from from garbage that holds him in bondage than he is about him holding a position. Do you get that? But he can't have a son or a daughter in a position of authority that is influencing, that is a gatekeeper and influences the rest of the family if he's come into agreement with a sinful lifestyle. How can you, being in bondage and enslaved to sin, deliver somebody out of sin? I'm not talking about perfection, and I'm not talking about, I'm just trying to bring some understanding here to to make it clear, because it's, I feel the weight of it and my, My concern is if you don't understand the heart of the Father in this, that you're just gonna hear a mean message. But scripture is clear in Hebrews 12. It says, I discipline the ones that I love. I correct the ones that I love. And he's doing this right now in the land. He's doing it with shepherds, pastors, Men and women, he's, he's coming to the nation, and there are going to be a number of leaders that are going to be exposed and removed for the sake of their healing and for the sake of a turning the body of Christ back to the plumb line. That God in this hour is raising up shepherds after his own heart. David stumbled and fumbled, but his heart was fully committed, and when he needed to be corrected, he sent a, the Lord sent a prophet and made the correction in his life, and he had immediate repentance. He turned, repented for his sin, and got back into a line with the Lord. I'm telling you, that's happening in Canada right now. My grace that covers your stumbling, yes, it's now coming. It's the same grace, it's not something different. It's now coming to expose and correct the deception in your hearts. I discipline the ones that I love. Your lack of authority, speaking to the shepherds and the church in Canada, your lack of authority is because you have not been in alignment with me. I've given time to repent. And I've seen little so I'm going to come and help you my bride do you hear the language that there I'm going to come and help you my bride meaning my cherished one my loved one I'm going to help you do what you can't do on your own you're struggling to let go and break agreement with it I'm going to help you in this season in mercy I'm going to reintroduce my shepherds and people in this nation To the fear of the Lord and this is what I heard from the Lord you have one month so right now there are shepherds in our nation right now and I'm gonna explain something just even as a you know somebody who's stood in the position of a shepherd is your shepherds I'm speaking to those online because I know people are gonna be tuning in online across Canada I hope the church hears us your shepherds are on front lines they really are and if the enemy wants to come in and bring destruction to the flock meaning the people of God he comes if he can strike the shepherd if he can take him out whether it's through immorality, failure, moral failure, whether it's whatever, you know, in whatever access he can get into, adultery, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be sexual. It could be corruption. It could be backhanded money kind of, you know, like like there's the Lord knows. But if the enemy wants to defile and open up the gates for all kinds of darkness to come in take the shepherd out get his eyes rip him out so he can't see rightly so he can't navigate rightly so what's coming out of his spirit is mixed with soul and mixed with a perversion are you hearing what i'm saying So the Lord in his kindness as the great shepherd is coming to his shepherds in this nation to deliver them, break the bonds that hold them in chains and to establish them in freedom and so that they have clarity once again. I tell you, the Lord can restore your eyes. The Lord can restore your soul. In fact, he's fully committed to it More than you and I are to restore our souls we have one month in this nation shepherds across Canada Church of the Living God a number of shepherds I said it already a number of shepherds are going to be leaving their positions in Canada some houses will have the lampstand removed because they refuse my grace to repent. What does that mean? It's language out of the book of Revelation where Jesus, Jesus, speaking to the churches. But it's because you've refused to repent, I'm going to remove my grace, my presence from your midst. What you enjoyed in freedom in my presence, you're no longer going to enjoy that any longer. Basically, as far as he's concerned, he's he's saying, "I'm closing the door." A, a people may still gather in a room, but I'll tell you, it will spiritually it will be dead and lifeless, and you know it when you're in the midst of it. How many have ever walked into a place and you just feel, it feels spiritually dead? Just me. Everybody's like, I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, I get it. Beloved, he is set on preparing his bride for the coming hour, the great harvest, and for his return. He will have a bride that is without spot and without blemish. His love is able to cover a multitude of sins. But I believe that He's even going to be bringing clarity and He's going to do it by modeling it of what grace really is and what it isn't. grace of God will meet you whatever mess you might be in I don't care what you've done where you've been and how long you've been there it really doesn't matter because he paid for it all but the invitation is will you do you want to come out of the cesspool do you want to come out of the swamp and get under the waterfall, clear crystal water flowing, washed over your life, strength in your inner person, you know, a capacity, a desire, a love for righteousness and a hatred for wickedness. Do you want that? Because I promise you that righteousness is a person. His name is Jesus. He is the King of Righteousness. I'd like to just share a few scriptures with you guys. You guys can go back if you're taking notes, or go back, listen to the video. But uh, Psalm. Uh, 45 says this it's a beautiful if you have time get into it uh, and meditate on it but i'm just going to go quickly for the sake of time to uh verse six your throne speaking of jesus the king your throne O god is forever and ever a scepter meaning the way that you rule The way that you see things, the way that you respond to things, it's righteousness. All of your judgments or your justice is righteous. So a scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. This is what the kingdom looks like. You love righteousness, but here's the key and hate wickedness. And I feel like this is actually what he's coming into the shepherds right now in this nation, to the body of Christ, is he's actually coming to reveal to you his nature, what he's really like. He's righteous. And he himself hates wickedness, like he, he hates it. He wants nothing to do with it. I think probably one of the greatest desires in his heart is to drive wickedness off of his creation and off of his sons and daughters to truly fully deliver his sons and daughters from the bondage of wickedness from evil of every kind how many can agree with that says therefore God because you have loved righteousness hated wickedness therefore god your god speaking of the father has anointed you meaning poured out oil with the oil of gladness more than all of your companions and it goes on the oil of gladness so he says so jesus is modeling for the church in canada for the shepherds in canada right now he's modeling if you will in this season in this month Turn and fix your heart in his grace. This is not striving. This is not performance. If you will humble yourself under his leadership and ask him for help to order your life in righteousness and to invite the fear of the Lord upon your life so that you learn to hate what is wicked and not tolerate it and not be in agreement with it, then you're going to come to understand a fresh anointing come upon your life, which it says is the oil of gladness, joy. How many could use some joy in your life? The oil of joy, the joy of the Lord, which is what we're talking about, he was anointed with the oil of joy more than all of his companions. Who are his companions? Turn to your neighbor. Say, "That's you. It's you. It's you. It's you." So he said, "As you position yourself and align yourself and become to love me, is to want to be like me," says the Lord. And so when we learn His nature, righteousness, and we. We fall in love with righteousness we want that in the inward parts i'm not talking about you know outward wear the mask kind of thing i'm talking about where we want that in the inward parts we love that in the inward parts and it's not about arriving that says a righteous man falls seven times and he gets back up it's talking about how your heart is conditioned and bent in this season and so are we aligned with him do we love him do we love righteousness as nature do we fall in love with righteousness because righteousness means peace joy love like the life of the spirit flowing through you and it means freedom from bondage but it also means love righteousness but it also means hate wickedness and what he's saying is don't live your lives with mixture it won't do you won't receive the anointing that you want on your life the freedom you want on your life the power and authority you want on your life to serve others to serve your generation you won't experience that until you step into and align with the head in this way again I'm speaking to the shepherds in Canada but to the body of Christ hebrews i mean i just love hebrews but hebrews 1 i'm just going to read a portion through it in a lot of ways it's saying the same thing but i want you to hear it from the word of god i don't want you to hear this as this is just a neat opinion my opinion means zero but you can build your life upon the word of god Starting in verse 1, Hebrews chapter 1, God who at various times and in various ways in times past to the fathers by the prophets, uh, he spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world's. Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, speaking of the Father, having become so much better than the angels and he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name which we were singing about than they for to which of the angels did he ever say you are my son today I've begotten you and again I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son but when he again brings the firstborn into the world he says let all the angels worship him and of the angels he says who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the son, this is what he says. And here we go. It's a quote from Psalm 45. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness, rebellion, wickedness, Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than all of your companions. It's a picture of the king in whose kingdom we are in. A couple more scriptures for the shepherds listening to this you who practice here's the issue you who practice lawlessness again it's not you who stumble you know your you're you're resisting sin you don't want it in your life but yet you have some deficiencies that's, that's not what we're talking about here what we're talking about is you who practice lawlessness it means you've your heart whether consciously unconsciously You've come into agreement with practicing living in a life of sin, some area of your life. James 4.4, this is really gentle. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. This is New Testament that I'm quoting here. And so the word to the shepherds in Canada right now is in the secret places where you've made friendship. And it might be just outright, I don't know, but, but I know what the Lord is saying. is He's saying where you've made friendship with the spirit of this age, with the world. He's saying, you you are making yourself an enemy of mine. For this is what the Lord would say to the church in Canada and to the shepherds in this nation, is that I've looked to make your enemy your footstool, that you would be seated with me and your enemy would be your footstool, but I can't do that for you if you're in bed with devils. I can't make them your footstool and put them under your feet if you're in bed with them. So he's saying, come out, break agreement with it, come out, I'm quick to forgive, I'm quick to wash you clean, I'm quick to pour out my grace upon you and to even some that will be reestablished. They'll be removed, but they'll be reestablished as they repent. Oftentimes, within the church, the church can fall into a critical spirit and begin to point the finger at the shepherd as the issue. When the issue is there's wickedness that you're harboring in the body. You've coddling these pet sins and habitual sins within you and you're pointing the finger at the one. You're joining actually with the accuser of the brethren, which is the devil. You're joining with him even if it's something true. So, for example, one of you, my, my brothers, my sisters, I see somebody, you know, in a mess, let's say, spiritually, or they're, they're stumbling, or they're doing, I see a deficiency in their life. Is it my job to just come over and just say, I see this wickedness in you, ba-ba-ba-ba, and just come into alignment, and this is who you are, to establish that? Do I come into agreement with the enemy and establish that over that person's life? or Do I first, in the secret place of my heart, I begin to war? for their freedom i begin to fight for them to be delivered and get cut loose and free from whatever it is that they're in I, that love begins to i ask the lord for his heart and i begin to contend until they're cut loose and they're free and they're soaring and they would never, never i even had to know that i knew i'm just giving you a little glimpse into the prophetic You know this is this is the prophetic at work the prophetic community doesn't point out and expose the stuff actually looks to go to war for freedom for one another if you win I win if I win you win so are we gonna point the finger at the Shepherd I'm using just using this as an example are we going as a community a prophetic community are we going to point the finger at the Shepherd and come into alignment with the father of lies and accusations and just begin to rail until what we're hearing and what we're saying and until it's established and you see them fall and you're like yep I was right is that a victory And it goes the other way with one another it goes with shepherds standing in an office what is their attitude towards the people of God it's any form of leadership really what we're talking about what authority requires in the kingdom of God requires a a humility to stand and function and live and operate in that place but you are as the body of Christ the government of heaven in the earth do you understand that so how you align yourself in this season you have the power and authority to shift things in the nation you're like oh that's somebody else's job isn't that the politicians job no it's actually not the politicians job it's the government of heaven it's the kingdom of God anyway I don't want to go down that's a whole nother teaching Um, but the Lord is releasing this word right now across Canada for the shepherds and for the church, and it's because he's saying, and I'm I'm just telling you what I heard is he's saying you have one month to shift to bring adjustment in your walk with the Lord, and uh, this one leader that I saw, I said, is it a Is it a warning for them? And, And he said, it's already happening. It's already you can't stop this essentially what's happening with this person. Which to me, that's heartbreaking. Doesn't mean they're thrown out of the kingdom and it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean they can't be restored, but it's it's tragic. And the Lord wants to, in this next month, is to bring an alignment in this season so that we're moving into this next season actually prepared. Do you believe he wants to prepare you and equip you for the season that you're living in? He's a good father, and he gives good gifts. And this bridegroom, it says his eyes are like fire fire of love and zeal and passion for you, for me. He is the bridegroom king, which means everything that he is, it's it's as if you could say he is obsessed with having his bride, his beauty. He will have his bride. And the father is fully committed to it. Matthew 22 says, the father's preparing a wedding for his son. And these people are going to love Jesus the way that he what the way the Father loves Jesus. They will love him in this way, supernaturally. It's nothing I can do or you can do on your own. But by divine grace, we will be able to love him with that same love. Can you imagine the way the Father loves the Son? You'll be empowered to do that. so that was a word and uh, I just like to give maybe we can just give a little bit of time to uh, dialogue with the Lord just where you're at forget about those around you right now just uh, just want to encourage you take five minutes right now just between you and the Lord just have some conversation just go vertical do you know what I mean by that just into its intimacy just just talk to him to, with yourself just hit you and him talk to him about you because you you're responsible for your heart I can't be responsible for your you have to and I have to be responsible for my own heart to deal with the, you know my own heart before him but the invitation is coming from a bridegroom who loves you and is drawing you into his nature This is what I am like. Father, you delight in showing mercy. I believe with all of my heart that this is mercy, your mercy at work. I want to ask you, if you saw your son and daughter in chains, would you want to cut them loose? of freedom for you and I, that the shepherds in the land would be shepherds after his own heart who are ready to lay down their lives for the people of God. time of communion I felt like to hold on to it until after this word I think it's appropriate As you're receiving the elements, I want you to just contemplate right now and just consider how precious your soul is to Him. How much does He love His bride? How much does He love His shepherds, His people, His sons, His daughters? But His bride, His beloved, well, this much is that he would voluntarily he who was spotless and without sin and knew no sin literally hung between heaven and earth having his flesh torn to pieces and his body given over voluntarily and received the full weight and measure of your sin and your sickness put upon his body Whatever's your stuff, he took it all upon him. And it pleased the Father to do this so that you could come home. So that you could be one with him in the family. Free from wickedness and restored to what you were created, always created. to soar, free to love, free to trust again. His body was broken for you and I. I don't know about you, I'm just, I'm so grateful that He gave Himself. Love had its perfect way, and humility said, No, Daddy, I'll go for them. I'll go for him. And I'll go for her because I want them to be with me forever. I want them to be mine. And it says that he came. Why did he come to destroy the works of the devil? Because it is the works of the devil that has kept you from his heart. That's why. He's like, I have absolute hatred for wickedness in every devil because all they do is rob my kids from me. They keep them from my heart. And for his babies, that's you and I. It might have been a while since you've been called a baby, eh? but it's true—you're his baby, his precious. And so, Father, right now we position our hearts, and let this be our intercession as well as our prayer for our own hearts, but let this be our intercession for this community. Let this be our intercession for the church in Canada. And we say, would you please pour out your mercy upon us as a people? We not only say with our words but we ask for the grace the empowering grace to follow through is we break agreement wherever there's agreement with wickedness where there has been in our lives in any way shape or form we are together as one heart one voice asking for a breaking A dismantling and an overthrowing and an uprooting of wickedness, rebellion, and darkness from our lives. And we're asking, would you impart righteousness now based upon your finished work, Jesus? Would you bless us with an appetite for righteousness? Would you, would you give us grace, God, a hunger, a desire to know what it is to run absolutely free in righteousness, to be able to speak to things we need to speak to, God? and not cower to the spirit of this age or of this world you're going to restore the authority and the voice to your church in canada god and i thank you you're doing an operation right now in our hearts one month shepherds of god across canada one month church of the living god one month to bring adjustment and to get aligned so that the grace of god will strike this nation like we never imagined it could in jesus name restored everything restored sevenfold restored to the body of christ we say jesus you're the only one who's worthy of all the glory and all of the honor so we say as we take this bread we say we remember your body that was broken for us let's take the bread As we take the cup, we say, Father, we remember every precious drop of Jesus' blood released from his body, gone into the ground, and that for eternity marred that cross, uh, uh, marred, uh, saturated, I guess is a better word, that cross eternally, eternally, that mercy, an effectual door to come out of darkness and into your marvelous light would be open, a door that continually stays open until you return. And so we thank you right now for the full washing right now for every one of us here, those watching on the streaming, and for the shepherds in the land. We say the blood of Christ. Amen. do this, could I have five people who would be willing to just come up here, pray on the mic for the shepherds in Canada right now? Yeah, there's a mic right here. I just encourage you where you're at, just agree. If, if your heart can agree with the prayers, please just, just agree with the prayers. This is how we go to war for one another. Wouldn't you love to know that, you know, you have brothers and sisters fighting for your deliverance and your freedom somewhere in the land, that you're on their heart, you're on the Lord's heart, and you're on their heart, and they're praying and standing in the gap for you. This is what intercession is, and we're going to pray for the shepherds in this nation right now. Go for it.
2: Actually heard this earlier when we were up praying. This from Psalm 30, verse 2, and it says, O oh Lord, my healing God, I cried out for a miracle, and you healed me. So, Father, we just declare that word right now in the name of Jesus, and that go forward as the sharp sword that it is, and it pierces hearts in this day combined with the word that you have given Kirk for the shepherds, for the body. And that be the cry, God, heal me. Heal me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we bless those. We bless those who are in leadership in your body, Father. We bless the shepherds. And all those who are in a place of authority right now in the name of Jesus, that they hear your voice and they respond in jesus name Thank you.
3: by your word lord we know that every shepherd has feet of clay but your feet are bronze, refined in fire. So I pray, Lord, for every shepherd over the nation of Canada, over the nations, anyone who is watching this dream. I pray, God, that there would be an impartation of the love and grace and righteousness of God, that they would walk to their flocks with feet prepared in preparation of the gospel of peace, that there would be grace over them, that there would be strength over them, that you would cover them from all evil and bring them to the place of intimacy and authority, whereby they will minister in the power and in the anointing and in the imprimatur of your spirit so lord we pray grace and a cessation as it says in isaiah 58 not the pointing of the finger but the affirmation of grace that comes through you and through your heart heal and cleanse and refine father all shepherds who are watching in jesus name
4: About a month ago or less, I felt to pray this for the church, and I feel it applies for what is uh, revealed through Kirk today, that Christ, through their faith, would dwell permanently, make, their, make his home and abide to settle down, make himself at home so that they would be rooted and founded in Christ so that they would be strong to apprehend and grasp and experience that love, that love that can set them free, that they would really come to know through experience the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge, but filled unto the fullness of God. I pray this, Father, for every pastor, Lord, that is experiencing whatever difficulty lie, deception, that the enemy is uh, wreaking havoc over their minds, Father. I'm asking, Father, that they would, through their faith, that your word, Father God, would not return void, but they would grow unto the fullness of Christ, Father God, so that, Lord, the purpose for the church, the many complicated wisdom of God would be known, Father God, and i'm asking this in jesus name father amen
5: i will release in french for all the, the pastor in the francophone area oui seigneur je te prie pour toutes les pasteurs francophones je relâche le psaume 51 verset 10 sur chacun d'eux. Ô Dieu, ô Dieu, crée en moi un cœur pur, renouvelle en moi un esprit bien disposé. Ô Dieu, crée en moi un cœur net et renouvelle au-dedans de moi un esprit bien remis. Crée en moi un cœur pur, ô Dieu, et renouvelle au-dedans de moi un esprit droit. Oui, Seigneur, je viens, Seigneur, Je me tiens à la brèche pour tous les chrétiens qui ont été blessés dans ton église, dans ton peuple, à cause d'une d'un barre de fer dans les mains des pasteurs qui pensaient bien faire. Je te prie, Seigneur Jésus, ramène ton peuple francophone à la croix et ramène tous tes pasteurs, tous tes bergers, Au pied de ta croix, vous venez les loins de la puissance de ton esprit comme David. Fais deux des guerriers. Fais deux des guerriers pour la francophonie. Amen. Amen.
1: Awesome.
0: That's great. Um, I just felt like I needed to pray for those that feel like they're an influence on a small scale, like they're a shepherd of those. Uh, smaller and that they may feel like they're not making a difference or an impact and they may not know what they're doing but it is influencing and they are leading um, so I just want to pray for those that feel like they're alone that they're not that shepherds would come together and mentor each other and pray for each other and be their intercede for those around them God I pray that they wouldn't feel like they have to turn their eyes away from you in order to focus on other things God but they just need to turn their eyes upon you, no matter what they're doing, no matter where they are, no matter how much stuff is going on, God, that they would just turn their eyes upon you, and all would be made clear, Um, that whenever they're feeling like, I can't do this, there's too much of a burden, God, there shouldn't be a burden, the burden is on you, that we would know to give it to you, that they would turn their eyes upon Jesus, no matter what, in Jesus' name, amen.
6: just heard Hebrews I'm just gonna tag along. <laughs> Hebrew 12 24. We have come to Jesus who established a new covenant with his blood sprinkled upon the mercy seed. Blood that continues to speak from heaven forgiveness. Better message than Abel's blood that cries from the earth justice. Make sure Make sure that you never refuse to listen to God when He speaks. For the God who spoke on earth from Sinai is the same God who now speaks from heaven. Those who heard Him speak, His living word on earth found nowhere to hide. So what chance is there for us to escape if we turn out our backs? on God and refuse to hear his warnings as he speaks, as he speaks from heaven. <sighs> Father, we just agree with the blood of Jesus that speaks a better word, that cries out, mercy, mercy, mercy. And we open up the gates for this nation and we say we receive the mercy rain to fall down upon the body of Christ in this hour, God. Mercy for the hearers of the word of God that speaks now in this hour to turn away from our wicked ways and the lawlessness and turn to God. And we prophesy right now the grace, the super hyper abundant grace that Paul speaks about to be loosened from the east to west. To the south, to the north, God, through this nation, and say, enable the body of Christ right now and all the shepherds to turn to God to repent quickly. Ooh. Father, we thank you. There's enough grace where sin abound; grace over abound. In the name of Jesus.
7: you all to just join with me as we stand and just repent on, the, on behalf of the, the church in Canada where we have partnered with the enemy and had judgment against the leaders accusation Participated in gossip about our leaders, where we failed to pray for our leaders. Where, in all honesty, we've held them to a higher standard that we won't even call ourselves to. Father, forgive us. Forgive us for putting those arrows in their back. Forgive us for weakening their knees, God. (laughs) Forgive us for not doing our part in the government of your kingdom, God by lifting up our leaders. Father, right now, I just ask for your mercy and your grace over every leader in the body of Christ across our nation. And I ask just for the grace for the body to start acting like one body and walking in unity and building each other up, God, including our pastors and our leaders, God. (laughs) Thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace. And I choose to walk in it in Jesus' name.
1: we come into agreement right now and we say you've by your grace released what was on your heart to release in the land in the spirit and you've heard response from our hearts both the silent and the ones that we've just heard father together as one heart one voice we decree a great turning in the body of Christ in the church across this nation every little town every little village where there's twos and threes that meet whatever or the cities God but there's there's a turning there's a repentance taking place in the heart God in this generation God over this next month we prophesy the gift of repentance being released to the church in Canada. We prophesy the gift of repentance to the shepherds of the living God that, Lord, that you would mark, that you would turn, that you would release such grace to turn, God, from wickedness and to be reestablished in your righteousness, God. That you'd restore authority and power to the church in Canada, God. And that her voice, when she speaks, it will be like the very oracle of God, like the voice of God in Canada, God. And that this voice would deliver a generation, God, out of darkness and into light. That we would see a great harvest coming in, God, to your righteousness, to the beauty of who you are, righteous King. We're agreeing with one heart, one voice right now, and we say, let it be established in Canada. God's people said, amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Have an amazing week. Uh, we have night watch tonight. Is it true? Yeah. Night watch. We got a crew that meets. Apparently, it was on fire at so it starts at midnight and goes to four in the morning. So if you happen to be awake at that time and you, you want to you walk into the fire of God, then you want to be here. Um, they're awesome. We love them. And, uh, yeah, prayer room's open throughout the week. You can look at the website for the times. And, uh, yeah, again, we love you, Rob and Fetine, Kiana, Aiden. We love you, and we're glad you're here with us. Yeah, um, yeah. before we go, yeah, you with the striped shirt. Yeah, yeah, you. I just, uh, sorry. Yeah, they're all in stripes, but the one's going up and down. Uh, I just, honestly, I feel like you're in a life-changing season right now. Come on. I feel the hand of the Lord is upon you, and I just feel like there's this things that you were kind of like, Kind of drifty and not sure you know what's next or whatever but i feel like the lord is just saying he's marking you he's giving you leadership he's giving you direction and it's like some things are just starting to make sense but continue to lean into his heart because i feel like there's an incredible call upon your life i really do and so can i bless you yeah so father can we stretch out our hands father father just thank you god for what you're doing god in this one lord father i speak a blessing we speak a blessing as a family of god over her life lord and we just say father a fresh consecration upon her life i feel like you are like you get ready buckle in because it's like you're gonna like it's like whiplash in the spirit because of where the Lord's going to take you and at the speed and the acceleration. And he says, it's okay, baby, you got it. He said, I'm going to take you. It's going to be fast. It's going to be hard. And at times you're going to be like, what the heck am I doing and the Lord says it's alright I got you because I feel like you're on this learning curve there's this like a uh, learning curve that you're on and it just goes and it shoots straight up but the Lord says it's okay I put within you the capacity to learn what I'm wanting to teach you and impart to you in this season so it prophesy grace over you right now and blessing over you and everything you need to be given to you in this season in Jesus name yeah Ha, so good. Wow. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Have an awesome week.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. To find more teaching resources or to join us via live stream, visit our website at eastgatehouseofprayer.ca.